Hey there, and welcome to day 194 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast that has that matching YouTube channel that's titled just the same. I'm Andrea. It is super late. Um, I'm lucky I even woke up. I had fallen asleep, but uh, little Griffin, he shook out and he shook his chain. And so it woke me up and I was like, oh goodness, but I'm trying to keep my voice down because of course it's late. I put him to bed and he's going to be heartbroken that he's not in here for the podcast. So um, I didn't want him, you know, getting all squirrely. So with that, I found a piece. I had to triple check and make sure I haven't read this one because goodness, I love this expression. And this piece, I think, is a wonderful thing to share. This concept, especially with singles, um, people in a new relationship, if you will. And you'll see the goodies within. So I'll get started for you. It's called Love Goggles. And so it begins. He sat in the leather recliner with the sunlight coming through the cabin window, talking all adult-like, like he was, quote, one of us, and I just loved it. There were four generations sitting in sprinkled chairs among the log cabin floor, all ears. Well, I told you that when he asked us if we were okay with him proposing to you, that I said no, right? Four generations for Christ sat huddled in a crisp afternoon just trying, trying, trying to figure out how to soften her frozen heart that was threatening our home like a slow, eroding glacier. Uh, yeah, I had heard that after the vows, but why were you so unsure? I asked him with a hanging question mark, just dying to hear his answer. Because... Because whenever it was just me, him, and Tucker, he was a completely, completely different person than the person he pretended to be around you. Blink, 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 pretended to be. The person that he pretended to be. I wish that I could tell you just how very badly I wanted to ask him why on earth he didn't say something. I wish I could tell you how fast the dialogue bubble formed above my head, just begging to ask him why he didn't say something sooner. But no, 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 not at all. That's not even close to the point at hand, just no. That doesn't change right smack dab where these four generations were sitting. I thank you for telling me that I didn't know, my mama's heart said. I always, always want them to feel that they can talk openly with me, knowing that I would never discourage their candid, honest answers. And there we sat. Here's what I know that I know that I know. It sure wasn't this young man's fault for not mentioning his concerns sooner. Not at all. Not even close. Had I known ahead of time why... My young protector disagreed with me marrying him. I am gravely going to guess that we all would have encouraged him to see all of the great reasons that we were choosing to marry and just how God was going to use this marriage and these two families blending. I know it. I've done it. We did it. We would have. I doubt that I would have even noticed the trace of deceit through the thick, love goggles I was wearing at the time. I wasn't able to spot the quote pretended to be. I mean it. 
I don't think that it would have changed a thing. I full-on take full ownership for wearing love goggles that projected a loving heart right onto the man that I was looking at, clouding an accurate view. I was just too flat in love with the dream of could be to ever, ever take those love goggles off for a minute. And my love goggles clouded the glimpse of reality. Aha. Aha. Reality. Love goggles are a very real thing. We can tease all we want, but they are real. Really cloudy. Really unrealistic. Really enticing. Really deceiving. Really dangerous. Be careful, little lamb. Because liars lie. We went through Christian marriage counseling. We took the precautionary steps to get to know one another absolutely the best that we knew. One of the questions in a book we read during our courtship was, is there anything that you have chosen not to reveal to your fiance because you have been afraid that if they knew, they might leave you? He lied. I thought we had checked off every precautionary box. But do not be deceived. Liars will lie at marriage counseling. Liars will lie to you. Liars will keep things from you to keep you from making healthy decisions. Liars will lie because liars lie. You will not always be able to spot them until it's too late. And that right there is their whole intention. You will not know them well enough to know that you are being lied to. You will not know that their one motive is to conquer and deceive because liars lie. No time is too long for a deceiver that is deceiving you to deceive you. Baby girl, it is not your fault. When getting to know a spouse, please keep these things in mind. Number one, it says, excuse me, pay close attention to how he settles conflict or handles stress. Does he blame, justify, or make excuses? Does he apologize? Does his stature physically puff up at anything offensive? Does he seem moved by your pain or only moved by his own pain? Number two, pay close attention to how he treats his mother if she is living or active in his life. Listen to how he talks and feels about her from his childhood and as an adult? Is it evident that he respects her in both his words and actions? Number three, pay close attention to the dynamics with friends and family. Are his friends only about hobbies or are his friends only at work? Are any of his friends following Jesus? If he has children, do they enjoy him? Do they take extra measures to be with him? Do they criticize how little attention he gives them? Number four, what areas of struggle, dynamics, faith, or addiction are you committing to within an extended family? Consider, if you have children, what you want your children exposed to as well. Number five, are you equally yoked? 
not just are you both believers in Jesus, but are your spiritual journeys, values, and goals headed in the same direction? How about his family? Number six, is he competitive with you or others? Is he trying to push you down to pull himself up? Does he put down people and then pretend he was just joking or playing around? Number seven, when you are in public, does he respect you and other women or wives with his eyes? Would you feel safe to discuss any concerns with him? There's parentheses here. It reads, men who have been unfaithful or are addicted to pornography should receive additional counseling in this specific area. End of parentheses. Number eight. Are the fruits of the Spirit evident in him? Does he have any mentors growing his faith? Does he have accountability partners in place to guard your marriage? Number nine, does he seem genuine in character, genuine in speech? Does it feel feigned, rushed, or like an act? Is he pushy or controlling or in a hurry to get engaged or to get married? Does he experience real swings in his mood, highs, lows? Number 10, while pursuing you, is he also pursuing God daily? Is he praying with you? Is he encouraging you in growing your faith? Is he leading you in strengthening your relationship and serving others? When he says that he will pray for somebody, does he ever pray or ask for further reports afterwards? Number 11, When a caller text comes in, does he take the call or respond to them while you are there or later? Does he erase all of his correspondence immediately, telling you that he just likes to keep his phone clutter-free? Number 12. Does he put his hobbies, needs, interests, friends, or family above you? Does he discuss making plans with you? Or does he just make them and tell you about them? Number 13. Does he listen to you and strive to know you better? Is he concerned with what concerns you? Is he looking out for your best interest? Is he pursuing you daily? Have you both revealed all medications, debt, loans, or credit cards. My point being is how would you know? I was lied to about all of these above-mentioned things, plus checking accounts, P.O. boxes, jail time, you name it. I have been lied to about all of them. So I have to ask you, how are you going to know when you are coiled up in a snake? You're in love, over the moon in love with love goggles smack in place. So how could you dare ask him these things at a high as a kite time like this, right? My answer will surprise you. Some things you just won't know. That's just what faith is. Trust God in all things, all 
things meaning all. Trust him to protect you in every way. What you don't see, he does. What you don't notice, he does. What you feel, he absolutely feels deeply. Trust him. He has your absolute best interest in mind. He will protect you at all costs to him. He will hand out grace at every turn. He will tell you your immeasurable worth to him. He will reveal his plans that he has for you. They are plans to prosper you. They are plans that would never, ever harm you. They are plans to give you great measures of hope. They are plans to give to you the great future that you deserve. Trust him. You will see. I love you. Boy, isn't that the truth. You will see. (laughs) It's so true. It's like, I look at the miracle of the whole thing that I traversed all of this. And yet I'm so far removed. And on the other side of this is unbelievable. And so those words I needed were just, you will see. And it's so true. Like it's true to this phase of my life. And then there's spaces and places and areas where, woo, little heater just jumped on you guys. It's late. Um, There's still just spaces and places where the Lord would still say to me, you will see, you guys, we will see. It's so easy to see hindsight, what we didn't see sitting in it at the time. But I feel like I'm quite often sitting in one of those spaces and places where it's like, okay, Lord, what are you doing? Why aren't we doing it a little bit quicker? (laughs) What's going on? Am I on the right path? You know, the whole thing. It's just such a journey and it's so personal. And that's why when I say that these are miracle stories, the miracle is you. The miracle is that you realize that you are loved, have immeasurable worth, and that you are the miracle in these stories. That there's some little piece that the Lord is using in it for you. It's just for you. Like many of you, you aren't dating. You're like, do these love goggles even apply to me? Oh, heavens, yes, they do. I I can tell you right now that you can think of somebody that's dating. You can think of somebody that may even need a text message of encouragement. Some people can even think of somebody who might be in a tough place that could really use you reaching out at this moment. And so that allows you to be the blessing that was found in this story. It makes you their miracle for that day. Does that make sense, man? Does that hit home with anybody? It makes you the miracle. You you can be that walking, talking miracle every day. And so these pieces are getting tough. Like, I mean, they're getting tough for me. I'm getting down to where, you know, I've kind of picked out my favorites and some of my little, I call them quote, gingerbread stories, if you will. They just, they fit right into my little Hallmark life really, really well. And then there's the, what, I don't even know where the term crunchy came from. I used it in my first crunchy story and I've been using it ever since. Um, But they're getting crunchy right now, guys. And it's getting tough for me as I go back and go, Jesus, were you just bitter when you wrote this or... (laughs) And yet, I know these stories are just right. I know that these stories are just what the Lord needed from me and that his timeliness is good. 
And so I have to just keep this commitment to keep rolling them out. And I can't wait to write these new stories for you. I wrote some yesterday. Yesterday, Jesus, no, David, what are we? We're Wednesday today. I wrote some on Sunday is what I'm trying to say. Ah, that's, ah, all my days are jumbling together. Um, I, I can't wait to roll out some of these new stories because they will show you just some of the orchestration that he's already done and he's continuing to do. And he does it for you and me because he does absolutely love us to pieces. It's us that needs to hold tight to our worth and remember that in a daily way. So that's the scoop for the evening. I hope you can hear all this over the heater. Um, you know, I'll be chatting at you tomorrow. So have a great night if anyone's up hearing this and I'll just chat at you then, okay? Take care.